Hey everyone, this is your host, Ayahuasca Carr, with the Spirit of Aya. And today we're talking about Ayahuasca and who we are. And, you know, it's interesting. Um, who we are can change so many times in our lives, and it really can change moment to moment. Um, at least as far as what we decide who we are and how we choose to associate our being in this world, right? Whether that's through our career, our financial status, our social status, our hobbies, you know, all these things can change in a split second. Uh, careers change, pe- you know, people that come in and out of our lives change, our financial status can change, um, our hobbies can change. And so these things are constantly coming and going, if you haven't noticed, <laughs> right? And um, the one thing that remains, though, is our spirituality. And I'm not talking religion. Um, I'm not talking any of that. I'm talking about the spirit of who we are. And ayahuasca I mean, if you haven't discovered this yet and you don't know that, I mean, who we are is a soul inside of us. It's the spirit or the essence of our authenticity and that will always remain, right? And so to really know this on a deep level, um, you either have had to have an exp- a spiritual experience, this is my opinion, or... Um, and this could be with or without plant medicines. It doesn't have to be. Um, but to have this deep connection with yourself, realizing that nothing is actually more important than this connection. Um, cause it, this is the vehicle for which you're maneuvering life, if that makes any sense. And so... A lot of people have talked about how ayahuasca have shown them love, you know, in ways that they would have never imagined. And and I'm talking about, like, deep love. I'm not talking about, like, romantic love. I'm talking about the kind that's timeless, you know, through and through, through challenges. It forgives. It humbles. It mirrors who you are, who you actually are. And it really gets into that heart space. You know, if you are familiar with the chakra systems or not, if you can just feel where your heart is, I mean, it penetrates through all of that. And you really begin to understand that. um, I'm getting emotional. Like, you know, just how connected we truly are in such a disconnected world. Um... It's, it's very apparent that um, there's more evolution to come, right? And we're constantly up against this challenge. You know, I've, I've been trying to take on a new mentality of looking at the way the world is and just kind of observing it and looking at it as a, an interesting time to be in rather than thinking it's, it's horrible or there's so much darkness, um, And this shift in perspective has been more of a mindful approach and more of a loving approach, I think, um, 
because I think there's a lot of spiritual leaders out there right now painting the only the darkness that lives in our world and it's true I mean there is um, I just don't know how helpful it is to stay in that and um, to be a person of who's trying to be bring light to the darkness in in order for all of us to walk through it and and so um there's I think there's many uh I don't know what the word is there's many benefits to realizing this deeper part of yourself um and I think the only person that can really answer how beneficial that is is the person him or herself um to know, like, you know, to know that this, all of this stuff really doesn't matter. I mean, and you can just let go of the materialistic things and really focus on the things that really do matter, like bonding with yourself and healing the ancestral um, trauma and lineage and shifting the paradigm and what I mean by that by that shifting the paradigm is choosing to live your life differently than what society or family has told you and not in a rebellious way but in a way in which is is for the highest good it's it's for your good it's what you want to do it's what's from the heart and it's not under some sort of family um, or cultural rules you know for example um you know, there's a lot of uh, coming into light about gender and sexuality. And so not not choosing to be in a gender role because you feel like you have to be. I mean, if you're comfortable there, that's great. You know, if you feel like there's something else you want to play with, though, following that, you know. And then, of course, you're susceptible to criticism or shame either internally or externally from family or society. But that's the point. It's allowing yourself to explore who you are without any of that. Um, and this is just this is just one one very very small example of shifting the paradigm, which just I mean really in reality at this point, um, making things that you desire a reality as long as you're not hurting yourself or anyone else, right? Um, and I mean, physically, you know, abusively, that's what I mean. Um, I mean, we're not responsible for other people's feelings, right? So, um, it's, uh, and even this topic has been difficult for me to talk about for some reason recently. And I think it's because I can feel my own else, my own else, (laughs) my own self shifting again. And it's, it's super uncomfortable to try something new right, to manifest something in this reality that you thought you would never do or, um, you know, basically bending the rules of your own reality, which oftentimes you discover on a deeper level were were literally injected into you. And to realize these blind spots or these programs you're running off of that aren't really yours, and I'm being slightly vague, um, but, you know, just you'll if you're in a job that you don't really, you know, you're on autopilot, for example, and you don't really know why you're doing it. I think about the movie with Adam Sandler called Click. And like, he's just doing all these things. He's working his ass off to the point of stress. And like, you know, he's always sick all the time. 
so he can become the partner with his boss, um, so he can be good enough for his wife and his kids. And I mean, this happens a lot, a lot. I mean, there's so many toxic programs going on here. I have to wait for somebody. So the dynamic with the boss, I have to wait for somebody to tell me I'm good enough in order to make a certain amount of money. That paradigm is fucking right. We all know at this point, hopefully that if we want something, we can manifest it. We don't need a boss to tell us how much we can make. Thank fucking God. Right. And then the other dynamic or the other paradigm is with you know, and this is all in Adam Sandler's head and his in that character because he thinks by making a certain amount of money, it's going to make his family better. When in reality, his wife just wants his love and attention, but he can't see that. There's a lot of toxic masculinity going on. Um, and so, I mean, and this happens so often. People just chase one thing and they they have I mean we have we can have blinders and blind spots right so he has his blinders on in that movie and once again it's click by uh with Adam Sandler I don't know if you've seen it that other funny guys in it but that other character that basically gives him the remote to skip things to basically go on autopilot to get that gratification of those things he's working towards and then once he gets it still not good enough, you know, and in fact, he lost more chasing something that was making him miserable in the process. So basically, you know, it's really important that you pay attention to how you feel as you're progressing towards your goals. I mean, is it making you miserable or are you enjoying the process, you know? And I feel like there's multiple factors that can be looked at in, in that whole scenario, like perception and who's involved and, you know, where's your mental health and all that and that sort of thing. Most of the stuff we talk about on here is pretty spiritual. So, um, and sometimes it takes like actually going through shit we don't like to have that contrast to be like, Oh, okay. I really know my passion now because I know what it's like to be in my passion and then out of it. Um, and I, I would say this is what this past year has been about for me is just experimenting with that. Like, you know, um, I know for me, one of the biggest things, um, that I want to be in, but for some reason there's, there's so many walls or barriers. It seems like, and one of those barriers could include myself is, um, being involved in the plant medicine community and being more involved in the shamanic community and I feel split because I feel like I'm this professional, yet I like this really alternative healing. And I mean, as I'm talking about it too, I feel like it's mostly myself getting in the way of that. Like I'm the one that's putting the dividing line there and I'm not too sure why. Um, I'm still looking at it, discovering it, being involved in the process um, on a daily basis. And this is, this is it right here, guys. Like so being open to these, when we're, you know, we're in, when we're in the peaks, we're in the peaks and then we're in the valleys, it's time to dig deep. It's time to explore. It's time to evaluate. Um, and a lot of times people call these, these times depression or anxiety when really it's a time for evaluation, growth, expansion. I think the thing that gets in the way though is we shame ourselves and we critique ourselves in our darkest moments. Because we don't feel like that's acceptable 
to be trying to, you know, we didn't, we're not always going to have it together or know what's going on, you know, or there's some sort of like a, you know, internalized family member that we haven't cut out of our lives. Um, and that's oftentimes, you know, we just internalize the family. And if the family critiqued and shamed us for not having our mood together, or our feelings together, or quote unquote, our life together, then that's going to come up every time we question ourselves. And Anyway, as you can see, that's a multiple layered effect. And, um, you know, um, so what's this podcast all all about? Um, Yeah, knowing yourself and knowing who you actually are. So I guess my point of this was kind of trying to get at, like, um, yeah, like, if you can imagine a... hmm. I'm not too sure. Let me think. Um, okay, here we go. Like, if you can imagine that our bodies and our and our minds and everything that's happening around us, like all of that is a sim simu. It's a it's a simulation, and we are the avatars. And you know, if you realize inside of you is a deeper, it's it's a soul, and that soul is just experiencing through you. To me, that's one of the best ways to live this life. And this is just my opinion, you know, because then you can really just let go and experience and not, you know, be like, you know, little things won't matter anymore. The guy behind you, uh, <laughs> what is it? Um, what do they call it? Tailgating, right? If someone's tailgating you or that person give you the right change or, um, you know, someone had a, like a, a, a conversation with you and they, you know, they were really angry. Um, it's, it takes time. It took me almost, I mean, I, I'm, I'm young still. It's taken me a really long time to come to these conclusions. So I can't say it's been an easy journey, but I think one of the most expansive things has just been being open to um, the possibility of not getting so worked up about these things. And that realization did not come overnight. It did not come without hard work. And it definitely didn't come without testing out the other side of that theory for about 25 years. (laughs) You know, like I was miserable for most of my life so far. I have been miserable for most of my life so far. And I think once you've done that for so long, you start to realize you don't want to live the next 25 years like this, or you start to discover like, oh, there's different ways to live life. And, um, and nobody could have made that decision for me besides me. Um, and so how does ayahuasca help with all this? I mean, ayahuasca really highlights that part of you in ceremony, that soul. Um, because, I mean, our world highlights everything else. It highlights the fact that we don't have enough money, that we don't look good enough, that, you know, we should be doing something bigger, greater, and more extraordinary. It just really highlights how we're not good enough all the time, all the time, consistently. And and to deny that is an illusion. That is a delusion, you know, so... 
what when you step into ceremony, you're stepping into what's really real, which is you. You are the realest thing that's here. You are the realest thing that's here. You are the realest thing that's here. And to realize that your existence actually shifts the imprints on this reality. You know, we can't control how other people perceive us, but we have to realize that we do make imprints, you know, while we're here, meaning we shift the way that the next generation is going to live their lives. And so, um, and that's by exercising our voice. That's by exercising, you know, what we're putting out there on social media that exercises. I mean, we have to realize that social media, like sure it's, it can be quote unquote a wasted time, but this is how people, this is how we're connecting these days, you know, and communicating. And really what's happening is subliminal subconscious programming. Um, it's a, it's almost a form of hypnotism and, you know, you really have to become conscious of what you're putting out there. And, you know, when you know who you are, when you know all this stuff doesn't exist, it makes it easier to navigate all of that. You can kind of like shift through things like you can begin to, I can't explain it, like decide more quickly what's important and what's not, you know, because once you know deep down inside, it's like, and I know this is very like a, a yoga philosophy mentality. This isn't something that I, I came up with. Um, but I've never really studied yoga philosophy too, too intensely. I mean, this is what the medicine has shown me, which is these things are fleeting. I mean, these boots I'm wearing, the sweater I'm wearing, these, you know, all the material I'm looking at in my, in my apart- apartment, like all of these things don't matter. What matters is what is um, the deep work I've done with myself. You know, that's what matters. That shit's limitless, you know. I mean, because if we are souls and you believe in reincarnation, we come back more evolved. I mean, we're just here for a very short ride. Very, very short. And um, we're here to learn. We're here to evolve. We're here to grow. And... um it's miserable sometimes. It really is. And please don't mistake my simple talk sometimes as not having empathy for um, the misery that is in this world. Because I know it. I know it really well. I know it from a self-loathing perspective. Um, And that self-loathing came from absolute disgust that was directed towards me and my, my family of origin. You know, that's what happens when people aren't taken care of. Um, They're not emotionally mirrored. They're constantly emotionally abandoned. I mean, you just, you really learn to hate yourself because that's what was directed towards you. So, you know, and then to unlearn that, you know, this is, this is work. This is hard. This is difficult. Um, And I really like a quote from Teal Swan. She says um, that people who go through traumatic family of origins, they're the person that ends up doing the work. It's it's meant to be done because it's it's meant to 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 extinguish that family of origin ancestral line of abuse. And so, if you're brave enough, if you're courageous enough, if you're the only one in your family doing your work, 
it's because you're shifting the paradigm. You know, I know it's it's hard and it's difficult, but it's like, you know, you you chose to do it and you're the one that's waking up. No, you won't carry on that programming um and just know that that's that is life's work. Um I don't know if we really got to who we are today. <laughs> I feel like I'm all over the place, but it's been a really long time and I just wanted to hop on here. Um, this is a super long podcast. It's like the longest I've ever done. So I hope you guys are having a good day. Someone's trying to call me. And um, I really appreciate you guys listening. Um, requests, requests, requests. Um, we're going into a new year. So I uh, I don't know if I'm going to be continuing this podcast, to be really honest with you. Um, I kind of need some <laughs> some inspiration or some, I don't know, I think I need to meditate on it. I probably will, um, but I just have another podcast that I want to start too, so that's the other thing. Um, so anyway, I will see you guys later, and I hope you have a good day.